I'm Ezra Fieldsmeyer. And I'm Marty Harding, and welcome back to another episode of Animation and Beyond. Yes, and on this episode, we're talking about everyone's favorite purple dinosaur, Barney. Barney. You may have watched Barney when you were a kid. I know that I did, and so did Ezra. I think a lot of people did. It's one of the most popular TV shows for children of that age group of all time. So we're going to talk about this friendly, fuzzy dinosaur who comes to life from a stuffed animal, as well as some of the kids that he hangs out with on his show. I know. Yes, so we're talking about Barney because it actually has a documentary series from Peacock coming out later this year. It's coming out when, Ezra? October 12th. October 12th. So it's going to be an in-depth dive into not only the show and the character of Barney, but definitely some of the controversy around the show because there has been criticism and controversy with the show. And so it's going to cover a lot of that. So we can talk about that today too. But for now, we're going to do a game of Guess That Actor. Yes. Yes. I have a couple clips of students from Barney singing. And Ezra, you're going to guess who they are based on their voice. Because Barney took place in a daycare center. Yes. In a school. Yes. Cool. So Ezra, these should be actors that you recognize, but... Their voices obviously sound pretty different when you're a young kid. Yeah. We'll see how you do. Are you ready? Yes. Number one. Square oh, dancing <laughs> is a lot of fun, but it's hard work, too. You're right. And Did you hear that? Yes. Was it Selena Gomez? No, it was not. Demi Lovato? It was Demi Lovato. Nice job. Yes, Demi Lovato, who's been in a lot of things, like Smurf's The Lost Village as Smurfette, and she did the cover version of Let It Go from Disney's Frozen. Yes, and in addition to those things, she's done a lot of kind of older roles for the teen audience, including Camp Rock, and she's done a bunch of music. So she is a certified pop artist. She's got a lot of hits, including Sorry Not Sorry and Heart Attack are a couple of her big songs. But I think anyone would recognize Demi Lovato, and if not her face, definitely her voice. But that doesn't sound like the voice that we would all recognize now. <laughs> no, oh, and she also did a cover of the famous song I Will Survive in the Angry Birds movie, too. Yes. I mean, the first Angry Birds movie, the first one, actually. Yeah, she did. That's right. So she's got a lot of credits. She's super established, but she got her start right there on The Barney Show. Yes. And you can hear how little her voice is back then. From back in the 90s. Yeah. And she had glasses back then, too. Yes. Cool. So let's move on to the second voice, who I have a feeling you're going to get right away. Yeah. I'd like to think of something I never thought before. If it doesn't happen right away, I'll think a little more. I'll sit a little while. Imagine what could be. And a new idea might come to me. Selena Gomez. There you go. Nice. See, I knew that one would be easy for you. I should have made them harder. Famous for the Disney Channel original film Wizards of Waverly Place, as well as the voice of Mavis from the Hotel Transylvania franchise, as well as a minor character in Horton Years a Who. All true, all true. And she was really big on Disney Channel when she was in Wizards of Waverly Place. She was in the Wizards of Waverly Place movie, obviously. But she's also been all over the place in terms of TV and music. She has a really established music career as well as Demi Lovato. 
Yes, and she was also in the 2010 film of Ramona and Beezus. That's right. I, for, oh, I loved that movie, Ezra. Thank you for reminding me. Yeah, that was a great film that she was in. She was one of the leads with, um, who was the other lead in that film? Joey King. With Joey King, that's right. Now, alongside Demi Lovato and Selena Gomez, some other famous people who were child actors on Barney that you might recognize the names of include... Debbie Ryan. Yeah. Madison Pettis. Uh-huh. Kyla Pratt. Yeah. And Jackson Pace. That's great. I don't think I'm familiar with them, but they were all original actors from that show. Yeah, they were. And they've all gone on to have really successful acting careers and singing careers, as we talked about with Selena and Demi. Which makes sense because those kids did a lot of singing on the Barney and Friends show, didn't they? As their first performances before they became, got even bigger stuff. Exactly. I mean, there's no denying that a lot of the kids' voices on Barney and Friends are really great voices. They're good singers. So Yeah. Why don't we go ahead and play the feature presentation song so that we can officially talk about Barney? Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so Barney and Friends came together in kind of a kind of a roundabout way. What's the origin story for this show, Ezra? Before there was Barney and Friends, there was a show that was on from 1988 to 1991 called Barney and the Backyard Game. And the show looked different from the Barney we know today. How did he look? He was a different shade of purple. He looked a little creepier than the Barney we know now. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, that makes sense. As we talked about with other costumes and renditions, it takes time to develop a character that looks as friendly as they are. Yes, I know. I know that Barney and Friends has been on since 1992. So if it was still airing, it would be in its 30th year, but it stopped airing in 2010. Yes, but it did continue with other things. Like what? Like apps for iOS and Android. I think also some home video releases. Yeah, so Barney as a character has expanded beyond the realm of just a TV show, especially since now there aren't new TV shows for kids to watch. Some channels, I think Sprout plays reruns of Barney, but kids can still interact with this purple dinosaur through newer technology, like you said, apps. But there was a Barney revival announced several years ago, but was delayed to an un- to a currently undated launch but the Mattel films did announce that a second Barney movie is in development with with Daniel Kaluuya production company involved. Oh cool. Well that'll be sweet. I know that the first Barney movie in 1998 was a great success, wasn't it? Yes. Well, it did flop financially and did receive kind of unfavorable reviews, but I think since then has received better reactions later on. Yeah, it got more well-received with time. Because they thought it was a great film only for the set it was made for. What do you mean by that? Like saying some people thought it's just a great, it's a great movie, but for little kids, it's not great for grown-ups. Yeah, no. And as we've talked about before, it's a totally different audience, right? I think the target age group for Barney and Friends was two to seven-year-olds. That's a pretty young audience. Yeah. And if you watch it, the kids aren't even that young, but the messaging and the pace of the show and the music is all really, really, really simple, right? It's meant to be for really young kids to learn really simple lessons like what's a square 
and what's the difference between a cat and a dog? Those kinds of things. Yeah, same same concepts as Sesame Street and things like that. Exactly, and and kind of the same style, considering that Barney is also a costume. Or a puppet. I know Barney's other dinosaur friends, whose names were Baby Bop, who was green, and BJ, who was yellow. Yes, and aren't they siblings? Yes, and then later there was Riff, who was orange. Yeah, and they're all different kinds of dinosaurs. I think one of them's a triceratops, one of them is a pectoceratops, something like that. It has a longer name that they don't ever mention, so it's not really relevant, but they're all different kinds of dinosaurs. Barney, I know, I remember some of the songs from the show. Yes, like what? Like the theme song, which is to the tune of Yankee Doodle. Barney is a dinosaur from our imagination. That's right. And what a fun, upbeat intro song. Yes, and I remember some of the songs like Peanut, Peanut Butter, and Jelly. Oh my goodness, yes. <sighs> Learning how to make a PB&J sandwich. I wonder if that was the inspiration for Peanut Butter Jelly Time, which has become a popular internet meme. You know, they're not the same tune, but there's there's definitely a connection there, Ezra. That could be. Or Me and My Teddy. Mm-hmm. Or other good songs like like Just Imagine. Yeah. All these songs were written and were saying on the show to convey some kind of lesson. So traditionally, the structure of the show goes that the kids are sitting around, they're doing an activity, and then some kind of need brings Barney, the stuffed animal, to life. And then Barney helps escort the kids in singing and dancing to talk about and learn about that lesson. And then he becomes a stuffed animal again at the end. So the songs are really what carry the bulk of the educational part of the show. Yeah, that's right. I know there were some, some of the songs were like their versions of very famous classic nursery rhymes, like a lot of children's shows and music albums have, like yeah, um, One, Two, Buckle My Shoe, Down by the Station, Old MacDonald Had a Farm, Itsy Bitsy Spider, as well as Ain't It Great to Be Crazy, which is not among the most well-known of nursery rhymes, but I know that one well. Yes, and that's probably because those tunes to the nursery rhymes are super familiar and recognizable to young kids. Yes, to to simple tunes and things like that. Simple English nursery rhymes we all know that have been around for centuries. Exactly. Yes, I forgot to mention one other thing. I remember one episode of Barney referenced the classic children's book, Harry the Dirty Dog. Oh, really? And I really love that book. It's a classic. And I, I've known that one since I was little. I don't know if I ever read that one, but that's cool that you recognize that reference. Yes, it's a very well-known classic children's book. So what can you expect from the Barney docuseries that's coming out? It sounds like it's going to be about more than just the character of Barney, but kind of how people thought about Barney. Yes, like... It ha- there has been anti-Barney humor internet memes, like even this, though it was a show made for kids, it has become popular later on with teenagers and bigger kids and grown-ups. Yeah, the character of Barney has definitely been, you know, a really recognizable icon for people to, you know, use and reference in social media and in other forms of media. And so that might be addressed in this documentary, as well as some of the criticisms that people had about the show in general. So Barney, we know, is a very positive character. He tries to be super upbeat all the time, and he's just kind of most interested in moving forward. But some psychologists said that 
that's not always the best thing for kids and that kids do need to learn that they're, that it's okay to feel sad or mad sometimes. Yeah, I know. I know that um, Barney has had stage shows over the live stage shows over the years mm-hmm. and um, some home video releases as well. Yes. And how successful were those? Some were good and some not so much, but I do know Barney might have gotten, some other shows might have gotten impact from Barney, such as Disney's Bear in the Big Blue House, which is one I also used to love when I was little. Definitely. Yeah. And it and also probably impacted shows like Teletubbies, which is getting a new show for Netflix in November. That's right. And Bar- and I think that's just because Barney was such a simple layout. Like we said, it's it's lessons in song and dance, a pretty straightforward concept, but done with a lot of warmth and creativity and with real kids. Yes, and inspiration from like Mr. Rogers, Sesame Street, HR, HR Puff and stuff and things like that. Exactly. So it's, you know, a remaking of a traditionally successful children's show. That's what made Barney so great. In addition to having all these really talented singers. I know. Cool. Anything last you want to say about Barney, Ezra? Our favorite purple dinosaur has taken the world by storm. And for some time there has been a Barney um, stage show at Universal Studios Florida. That's right, where you can go see Barney live. I remember that. Yeah. Cool. Well, we'll, we will definitely keep our eyes peeled for this documentary where we might learn some more stuff about Barney. But in the meantime, we'll appreciate that the reruns are still airing and you can get some nostalgia from that for sure. Yeah. All right. Let's go ahead and move into trivia, Ezra. have to answer last week's trivia question which was about Pinocchio uh-huh it was although these are indirect references what other books were seen in the beginning of the original Pinocchio film that introduced Jiminy Cricket and the answer is Alice in Wonderland oh cool Disney did not make that film till 11 years later so that's why it was there and it's considered to be an indirect easter egg yeah, so it was a major foreshadow on the part of Disney because it would be so long before that was a film. I know, just over a decade. Yeah, still cool to have that reference in there, though. I know. All right, and for this week, we're going to have a trivia question about Barney. Barney and Friends, the show, was nominated for a lot of awards, but it only won one. What was the award? What was the Emmy Award that Barney won? Know the answer? Give us a shout out and we'll see you on the next episode of Animation and Beyond. Bye! Thank you for listening and goodbye.